Hey, what's going on, JR Capital Nation? This is Carlos, CEO of JR Capital. Welcome to our weekly podcast. Of course, you got it locked in here, the JR Capital Podcast. Glad you're aboard with us today. Uh, a couple things to talk about. Uh, no video this week on YouTube. I'm going to wait for next week because next week is a big week. It's the Fed Rate Decision Week. Oh boy, we're going to be excited for that one. Prepare for a lot of fireworks. I said to our options group, um, on Instagram and on WhatsApp, just want to preface this, that we were expecting a big September. We were expecting that. Uh, August was very low volume across the board, and what we did was to just prepare for September, and it's been a great, great month so far, so we're very, very happy that it has been. So let's kind of go over the details of what happened this week and where we are. Um, we ended the day today, the Dow Jones up 37 points, uh, eight-day winning streak, S&P closed about two points, and the NASDAQ down about 17. Um, Bitcoin did uh, close on the future side to the downside about 0.72%, uh, still above the 10,000 mark, 10,335 on futures. Uh, the dollar down slightly, 98 as in the index. Uh, we also have um, gold futures down below 1,500, about $5 below 1,500, uh, about 0.78 to the downside. Silver finally cooling off a little bit, down 3.7%, 17.50 on the future side. And uh, let's go ahead and bring up my trusty Bloomberg website, and I'll go ahead and give you exactly where we are on 10-year. So the 10-year uh, treasuries do fall a little bit. You know, what goes up must come down, guys. So again, it was like a bond, uh, I can't say bloodbath, but definitely bonds were, were sold off. Uh, yields now in a 10-year is now at 1.90, definitely off the bottom about sub 1.5. So again, you know, Kind of a rotation here. You were seeing a little bit of a risk on uh, movement to the upside. So I want to talk about a couple of things here. Let's let's talk about the S&P this week. Uh, three green days in a row, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday um, on the S&P. Friday, slight change. And then uh, Monday and Friday were basically flat. So very nice week. Uh, S&P 500 is about up 20% year to date. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and get you the Dow Jones uh, S&P 500. Um, I always get the calculations for the week. Um, Dow Jones, excuse me, is on CNN Money. CNN Money tends to give me the weekly number, so I prefer to look at that. And the Dow Jones is returning about 16.68% year to date. Uh, let me go ahead and give you the NASDAQ as I type into my computer. And CNN, NASDAQ, CNN Money, NASDAQ is up 23%. So what was the big news this week? Well, the president did say overnight, I believe it was on Tuesday, that uh, he went ahead and added a two-week um, delay on the extra tariffs for October in good faith due to the uh, holiday in China celebrating their communist regime. <laughs> so there you go. Again, uh, nice goodwill gesture. I think the Chinese are trying to start to play ball. The president is starting to kind of cool off. He did fire uh, John Bolton, member of his staff, who was a more, more hawkish, let's just say, a little more aggressive towards uh, the Chinese and the Iranians, uh, which brought oil prices down. But again, with that being said, we don't have a trade deal yet. We kind of said the same thing over and over. So uh, the president again this week did call out the Fed saying that ECB is lowering rates, which they did, adding more stimulus, which they did. And uh, we'll see if the president gets what he wants and gets a break cut. And we're going to talk about that this week, um, see what's coming up and how to preview it and how to play it. So uh, looking at ES, E-mini futures, which is something I look at on, daily, on a daily basis, you guys know, uh, E-mini futures were so close to the all-time high. Um, 
All-time high is 30.29. We tapped 30.25 overnight. And it seems to be that all the moves are overnight. Uh, that's what we're getting. So again, we've talked about trading futures, something that we do as well. Um, we're going to talk about that in our new video series, Options Revisited and more. Uh, it'll be on the Udemy course and GAR Capital um, GAR Capital Training website. Again, this is not a advertisement uh, podcast. Again, just wanted to give you the heads up. But uh, ES is moving up very nicely from the lows of August. Again, it's no secret. Lower volume created a sense of complacency. And now everyone's back at their trading desk. And we soared about 200 handles to the upside on S&P. So again, if you want to look at a, a chart here, and um, I'm looking at it, you see almost like a triple top. Or if you want to go pull out a monthly chart, you can actually see... Uh, let me see if I can bring up a weekly chart. You can see just all-time highs being tapped about four times, and every, it's been rejected every time, in a sense. Every time we make new all-time highs, we fall basically about another 10% to the downside, and this is going back from last year. Uh, so uh, last year by last July, you could say that. So again, if you want to look at a weekly chart on E-mini futures, it's forward slash ES on your uh, screen. Um, that's a way to take a look at it. Um, we had a great week at trading options as well. Um, again, bullish moves in Apple and Boeing. Uh, Apple moved to the upside due to their new iPhone release, the iPhone 11, 11 Pro, and 11 Pro Max. So I guess it'd be two phones. So let's just call it three for what it is. The new Apple Watch, Apple TV, which will be free uh, for one year for all iPhone buyers. And they're creating their own Netflix-type streaming service to compete with Disney+, Plus, Netflix, and Hulu, and all those boys. I guess... Apple is really pushing themselves into the service industry. As you know, they don't report iPhone sales anymore. I personally bought two, one for my CEO, Anthony, who, wanted, who needed to upgrade his phone for the business, and I upgraded my business phone since we do a lot of videos, a lot of photos for you guys. So again, um, it was upgrade time for us anyway, so we both got 11 Pros, so we're adding to the bottom line for Apple, and we're both Apple shareholders, and so is the company. Why not support the brand, right? Let's eat the home cooking. Uh, we do like Apple again. I like, like Jim Cramer says, don't don't trade it, just own it. We just trade options on it. We really don't sell the stock. We just own it. And we've been owning it for a while now. So again, uh, we're happy. We tapped 226, which was the recent highs, which was back to be on Thursday. And we fell a little bit down, about $8 to 228.54 at closing. Uh, what's moved this week was a lot of banks moved up with rates. Again, we talked about it. If rates go up, banks are going to go up. When rates were down, banks went down. So JPM City, we traded those in options. We did excellent on it. Except JPM, I closed it. I was conservative. I only made 5% on it. If our clients held, some of them did. Good for them. Students held. Good for them. They made some extra cash on it. Happy for them. Uh, JPM is the strongest bank in the world uh, in regards to price action of their stock. Uh, tech did take a little bit of a hit with antitrust movement, um, with Washington moving on Amazon, Google, and of course Facebook. So again, QQQs took a little bit of a hit today. Traded about 192.40. Uh, the NASDAQ was the biggest loser today in the indices. Uh, we did have 194.71, which was very nice. Um, not exactly the highs of the year. Uh, the highs of the year would be 195.55. We were closing in on that, but that's where we are now. So uh, looking at the week ahead, I, want to, I usually do this for our clients, so I want to go and do this for you guys. Uh, for the most part, again, we talk about what's to come, what happened this week for the most part, but we kind of know in regards to where we are politically it's all about the rate hike, it's all about China, it's all about the Fed. So next week is the Fed decision. So what I want you to do, guys, if you ever want to take a look at what's going on in the future of the markets in regards to news, 
or government reports, it's definitely going to be Forex Factory. Forexfactory.com is the best way to do it. So you click on this week, you apply settings. Uh, again, I'm not on YouTube today, so I'm just letting you know here. So take a look at it. Uh, September, let me see if I can get up. Uh, September 20th is our next week. September 16th is when we start. Um, Wednesday is the big day. 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, FOMC rate fund uh, statement, federal fund statement, and 2.30 p.m. is the FOMC. So that's the big one. That's the big news. And then you have on Thursday, which is the British pound, uh, the uh, Bank of England is going to report theirs. Uh, the National Bank, Swiss National Bank is going to do theirs too. And the Bank of Japan is going to have a press conference. So it's definitely a big, 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 big central bank week. Um, this is the week of fireworks. We're going to have one in September, one in October. And I believe one in December. So these are only three more uh, Fed decisions. So I want you guys to keep that in mind. We don't have one in November due to the Thanksgiving holiday. So again, uh, this is very, very important because we just had a rate cut. Let's see if we get a continuation. We just hit nearly all-time highs in stocks. Maybe in the fact due to the Chinese uh, cooling of the, uh, of the trade war. So I do believe personally that we're going to get a 25 basis point cut. I think it's basically baked in. So I think that we are going to get a rate cut. And again, I don't like to predict. I just like to react. I think that we're going to get a little more downside. I think it's going to be a sell the news event. I think that now that we tap 3224 on e-mini futures, that we will uh, get a little more to the downside. I would say target about 2980, maybe 2947. You know, it should be a 50, a 50 uh, point move on ES. And then we'll get, we'll get a nice little bounce. But again, I don't think the markets will cheer a 25 basis point cut. Uh, I don't think the Fed, even with that, unless we get a 50 point cut, I don't see the, the market cheering a 25 basis point cut. Unless when we have the, the actual meeting that Powell states, hey, I'm going to cut and continue cutting. But there's a lot of friction within the Fed saying that they don't want to cut and there's some who do. So again, you don't have a consensus. And I think the market wants a consensus from the Fed saying, hey, we're going to cut and that's it. And we're going to continue to appease the market and we're going to be proactive and we're not going to wait for a recession to cut rates. We're going to keep the music uh, playing. Um, I don't think that's the case. I think we're going to another 25 basis point cut. I don't think the market will cheer it. I think they're going to be just it won't be enough for them. I mean, it's never enough when you compare it to the rest of the world. So I, I think I'd be a seller of stocks here. I think that uh, I would definitely buy some puts ahead of the uh, uh, to ahead of the news. I think we do get a little bit of a fall. I think we get a retracement here. I think maybe 2973 should be the first first stop on the uh, on ES, which would be the 200-day uh, moving average. Uh, we already broke the 50-day moving average. I think 2994 is the 100-day. Easily will be dropped, in my opinion. Doesn't mean you would change your investments. I just think that maybe you want to trade it to the downside. Again, I'm expecting that. I think the VIX is way too low at 1374. I think we get a pop back down to 17, maybe 18, maybe 20 with this move. So keep in mind, there's a couple of plays here. I definitely would want to short, uh, short some, uh, add some puts here against my portfolio with these kind of moves. And then gold and silver. I think we're beating down here. I think gold and silver will be great with an easing Fed, as we know they are. And that will create weaker dollar and gold and silver and Bitcoin should soar as a result. If we get a surprise cut of 50 basis points, then I think that we'll get a boost up to new all-time highs. Highly doubt it. If we do not get a rate cut whatsoever, which is a possibility, I really think we do get a nice little tank job. 2947 would be in play, which would be the 78.6 Fib on uh, micro minis, and then 78.6 as 2829 on ES. 
So if you take a look at E-mini futures, 29.29 is definitely in play. And uh, that's a pretty good move. I would say about 80 handle move. If you're trading SPY, the S&P uh, 500 ETF, um, definitely you could see around 290, 289, 290. That would be the, the, the target. That's a big move. I would like to ladder that to the downside. I think that the market has got a little more optimistic than expected. I think we get a continuation to the down, uh, reject the near all-time high again and continue to the downside. So I wouldn't expect the, the Fed to bail us out in any way. I think it's a uh, it's a lot of you know all cat all 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 hat no cattle in a sense. It's almost that it, it's a tough move for Jay Powell to either do what the president says and lose his independence, or you know go ahead and just say screw him. I'm going to do what I want, and that's not exactly the best thing in the world either. You don't want to make enemies of the president either. So again, with the rest of the world easing and cutting, 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 the United States is and I would say Switzerland is the only ones who are not. And um, uh, it, it's a very precarious situation. I know we say this constantly, but we need to try to trade it. It's, it's, is it going to happen? I think the odds of it happening are higher than before. I think there's cooling on both sides, but timing is very difficult. So I'm definitely thinking of just holding stocks, of course. I have not bought anything new lately uh, for our investment club. Uh, we did some rotation into more dividend plays little more value. Momentum stocks took a little bit of a hit. Roku took a little bit of a hit. Shopify took a little bit of a hit. So those kind of momentum stocks took a little bit of a hit. Value got some more bids. You know, the banks, consumer staples, those guys we've talked about that. Utilities, those guys, real estate, um, they're the ones that are getting the bid. Momentum took a little bit of a shift. But again, here, again, you still want to own the companies I've got you here in a sense. But again, I wouldn't be against taking a little off the top. I mean, if you got some profit, for example, I sold some Square months ago a month ago, excuse me, and I took my profit. I got in at $19, okay? So Square was uh, definitely a nice sell. It's at $58.29. I made my profits. I'm happy with it. And uh, I can always get back in later. Square announced that, uh, with uh, the Cash App that they're going to go ahead and offer free um, trades, free uh, stock trading, which is going to compete with Robinhood. Pretty cool stuff. So, you know, with the Fed being here, these are the scenarios I'm going to repeat it again. If we get a 25 basis point cut, which is highly, highly highly uh, likely, I think that the market goes down a little bit. I think we'll get down to 29.73 on humidity futures, especially with the um, with the press conference and the way Powell speaks, uh, he doesn't inspire a lot of confidence. If we get a 50 basis point cut, I think the market soars, we hit new all-time highs, 30, 30s in play. And that'd be great for our, our holdings too. And I think a lot of people would be very, very excited. If we don't get a rate, a rate cut or a rate hike and rates stay the same, oh, rate hike is out the window, but if we get a rate neutral, nothing's going to happen, then I think the markets fall even harder and 29.47 is in place. So you're more than likely going to get a fall from these highs instead of an upside move. So again, plan accordingly. I like gold. I like silver no matter what the hell happens. Um, I like SPY to the downside. I like QQQ to the downside. I think if you're trading Apple, this would be a good opportunity to buy some puts, especially after these kind of moves. Um, I would definitely maybe want to fade the banks here, especially without these runs. Anything that's kind of gone up recently, I want to go ahead and fade semiconductors too. Uh, again, the momentum names that have moved up, um, those kind of names I want to get, I, I want to go ahead and short on put side. Uh, indices are always fun to do too. Small caps and transports went up tremendously this week. Again, they're the ones that have been beaten down lately. So again, you see a rotation out of the ones that have gotten hit to going up and the guys who have been killing it have been going down. It's a call rotation, guys. So uh, small caps would be another one that I would like to short, especially with this kind of run-up. 
So it'll be very, very interesting to see what's going to happen next. So Wednesday is the date. Uh, be at 2 p.m. is the report and two th a decision, excuse me, 2.30 will be the press conference. Of course, we'll keep you up to date. Guys, I highly recommend that you join our Twitter, our free Twitter. It's G at GAR Capital. We, re we retweet all the news. Keep yourself updated. Turn on notifications as always. And uh, on Instagram, we'll tell you as well. But we don't post as much on Instagram as we do on Twitter since it's more live and I don't have to make a post. I don't have to write anything. On Twitter, it's just everything's there. So again, uh, you know, get ready accordingly. I don't expect a lot of movement Monday and Tuesday. I'm expecting to be very quiet. I would sit on your hands Monday and Tuesday. Uh, if you need to take a day off Monday and Tuesday, I'm okay with that. But Wednesday is the day. That's where I would definitely make a move. Don't expect Sunday to have a bunch of fireworks in the futures either after 6 p.m. So again, uh, just keep that in mind. Use risk management as always. And uh, don't go all in on anything. Of course, uh, every day is a new opportunity. And let's see what we get. So again, you can always check us out on our website, GARCapitalFX.com. And uh, we'll be excited for the fireworks and see what happens. And I appreciate you guys, as always, joining our podcast. Any questions, GARCapital at gmail.com. Feel free to send us in those questions, and we'll be happy to answer GARCapital on Instagram. Love you guys. Thank you so much for listening again, and we'll catch you next week. Have a great rest of your weekend, and uh, go Dallas Cowboys.